What up, what up, what up, what up? It's Sunday. You know what that means. Time for butt stuff. Yeah. Very, very, very special DJ list episode. DJ list episode. I don't think I've ever been here for a DJ list episode. Uh, I think I've been here for one, you know, but uh, everybody gets their time. Everybody gets a little break, you know? DJ, DJ's got some time off. That's all right. It's, um, it's the day of, uh, motherhood. It's the, it's the day of motherhood. You know, it's a big day. Um, it's DJ's job to say it's, you know, it's the day of the Lord, Sunday. So I'll save that for him. DJ, where are you? DJ, <laughs> we need your Christianity, our prophet. Yeah. yeah. But, um, so. <laughs> We've had an interesting week. We had an interesting development earlier. Um, the Mother's Day text. Jim texted DJ's mom. <laughs> We're suspecting it might be before Donald has texted his own mom. <laughs> it is so evil. It might be. It might be a point of conflict. It is a bad, bad plan. <laughs> so this is a joke that you, the listeners, actually get to be in on before DJ. DJ hasn't even seen this yet. DJ has not been hassled by his mom for not texting her before Jim. <laughs> <laughs> And that's how that's how tight knit the gang is, dude. That's how tight knit the gang is. I personally didn't did not uh, text her, but that's because she thinks that I <laughs> may, <laughs> may be a, a, well, a challenge you, sort. Yeah, there was a sandwich that I think you made eight years ago that it was, was so wrong, bad and that she thought that I could never recover from that. But I have, you know. <laughs> no. Do you do you remember her sandwich order? No. Oh, okay. No. I would be. She was honestly, she was really nice. It's just like I could tell that she was just unhappy. And that there was nothing I could do with my, my meats and, and veggies that could make her yeah happier. No amount of mom. oil, <laughs> no amount of vinegar. I just feel like you're damned if you do, damned if you don't. Too much, too little. I don't know. But <laughs> Well, she, she was one of the first people to uh, wish me happy birthday. Uh, dude, so you got like a... Dude, do you think she texts DJ... Uh, on DJ's birthday, as early as she I don't know, she texted me at like six in the morning. It was, she wanted to be first. It was it was early, yeah. See, early bird gets the worm. You guys you know? have a beautiful thing. Yeah, yes, yeah, it's, it's it's very fun. <laughs> She's she calls herself other mom. Other mom. I I have that with a uh, my buddy my buddy Eric kind of I I call like I'm, I'm always like mom. Well, this whole thing so this whole thing started because you said you do a similar thing. Oh okay yeah. Well, I do. <laughs> oh, My friend Eric's excellent. mom. <laughs> no, but it's it's always like funny because um, <laughs> they're always just like if you beat their kid, it's just like oh they're <laughs> yeah I make them look bad and they get they're like have, it's like an ongoing yeah. joke you know yeah. it's, it's just it keeps on giving it's it's a harmless prank harmless prank and it's fun. Like, just get get their game up. Wish my mom it's, one, you know? You know what? It's going to be... It's We're all going to laugh about it when we're at Outback four months from now. You know? <laughs> Outback Steakhouse? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah, we're not going to Australia. <laughs> I would love to go to Australia, man. Dude, I would too. Except for they got fu- the fucked up spiders, man. I don't know. That's Sometimes you'll be on, on the interwebs and you'll see, like, one of these fucking spiders that's bigger than me. Like a 60-pound spider. Just like fucking, you know, I don't want to killing go. a bat or something in its web. There was like this one. Uh, I don't know if it was like National Geographic or what it was, but it was just like 
the top 10 killer ants. And I was like, why is there 10? Why is this a show? And I watched it and it made me terrified to go to those countries because I was like, I don't want to, I just don't want to get killed by ants. Dude, imagine that this is just like National Geographic's fucking great conspiracy. They're just trying to keep you away from all these sick places with resources. Dude, we got all this gold. (laughs) They just just have Bilderberg meetings and like fucking uh, Bohemian Grove shit just happening in the Amazon with these fucking 10 fire ants guarding the gates. Oh, man. I would love to believe that's real. What what animal are you most afraid of? After watching that documentary, <laughs> the fucking ants. Been ants. No, what animal are you most afraid of? Well, I kind of have like a, uh, I don't know. I'm not the most afraid of it. I kind of have like an irrational fear of like horses. Horses kind of freak me I'm out. I'm kind of like fuck horses. Too. I don't like being around horses. Uh, I don't know. I'm kind of just uncomfortable around them. Is it because of peepees horses? Um. <laughs> No, well, I mean, he, yeah, he, yeah, that was kind My of. My buddy like, Pete had this dickhole horse that like would bop you on the head and fucking grit his teeth at you and shit like that. Yeah, and I was like, dude, I don't like this thing, and it doesn't like me. Can we leave? And then wasn't uh, wasn't our friend uh, wasn't his friend kicked by a horse? I'm sure. Oh, e- I'm sure. E R. Oh yeah, dude, it's. Evan, there's so many Evans. Figure it out. You know what I mean. You deserve it. If you can, if you can decipher one of our fucking Da Vinci codes. Yeah, I mean, I heard that. I heard that he got kicked, and I was like, yeah, I don't know. And then there was just that one time where I was tripping, and I saw that horse up close, and I was like, Whew. okay. But when you're tripping, horses with cops can feel like the goddamn Gestapo. You know it's what I mean? straight up like the Nazgul. Like I was <laughs> like, oh fuck that. Dude, it's just... The ring rates are here. They are there for intimidation only. You know what I mean? That's like some primal menacing shit. Yeah. Like, it is, like there, you should be on a Segway. Like an all-terrain Segway or like an ATV is more useful for your purposes. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, just being what on are you a gonna big do? horse. Dude, if you arrest somebody on a horse, what do they sit behind you like a fucking Western? <laughs> like, all right, let's ride into town. I'm I got him wrestled up. <laughs> I never got that. Like, dude, okay, you're going to fucking put this guy on your horse and ride the bounty in alive? No, they probably just hold him and then, I don't know. That's a good question. What if you're in the park? They're like, all right, I got to walk you with my fucking horse. <laughs> they, they drag you back yeah, to probably. the station. They just hog tie you. Dude, so fucked. But, like, when you, like, that's something that, when when is PETA going to come for the cops on the horses? You know what I mean? Like, anytime I see a cop with an animal, I'm just like, are, there'll be, like, these Facebook and Instagram propaganda posts where it's like, it's just like, look at this fucking beautiful retired cop. And it's like, uh, it's, it's a, a German shepherd. And I'm just like whatever and then like when they die it's like oh my god let's mourn this german shepherd and i'm like that german shepherd has violated more rights than you could possibly imagine <laughs> that german shepherd probably has more rights than you dude it, they do if you kill if you kill a police officer it's it's i think it's a there's a whole movie on this it's, it's half baked so <laughs> i mean not to not to get uh you know yeah get into it we're not trying to get into it here. we're not trying to get into we're it we're not trying to it's you know but i see them I see these fucking these these dogs and I'm like, yeah, I'm not saying that they're bad dogs, you know. They're good dogs, but they probably want to be playing. I don't know that they want to be hunting people, you know? It's well, kind of just like the most abusive they, thing you could do is design a dog to to bite. And, they they want to be busy. That's the, you know, that's just the thing about those kind of dogs. They got to be they got to be active. See, I get the hounds that are like trying to find people. Get that. I I kind of get the bomb dogs, but it, like 
I care more about that dog and than any like, asshole. And like a lot of shepherds too. Like you know, they can be used for like bum bum sniffing and cocaine right, sniffing, right violating, right violating, checking your bags. So there's this one making time you scared in the airport. I was going to. I feel like I told this story on the pod, but I was going to this. Uh, I was going to this fish show right <laughs> in Virginia, and I'm driving through Maryland, and I'm going like 60 miles an hour, 50 miles an hour, and this freaking. What's the limit? 30? Or I think you... it's 45 or 50. Oh, right. So you're... I'm, I'm going 5 or 10 over. Yeah. yeah, you're cruising. I'm cruising. 10 over. This cop pulls me over, and he's just like a Maryland... Uh, it might be a Maryland state or like this county. Oh, uh, yeah. He pulls yep. me over, and he's just like, hey, how you doing today? And I'm like, pretty good. How about you? Sorry about that. And he's just like, yeah, so I got two choices for you. You could... Uh, I can let you off with a warning, or... Um, no, what did he say? He's like... I can let you off with a warning, or I can write you a ticket. Which which do you prefer? I was like, is that even a question? I I prefer the warning. And then he was just like, okay. And then he was just like, I just gotta have this this dog come and sniff your car. And like he pulls me out of the car, and I'm like, Jesus, like you know. And I, I'm sitting like on the curb. This dog's just going through my car. They said that the fucking they said that the dog indicated on my car, and then they go through my car, and they find nothing. <laughs> They find nothing all along, and I'm just like, don't you think it's strange that the dog indicated and you had to search me? And I told you like all the shit that I, I had nothing. He's just like, he was just like, yeah, it indicated on the trunk. So, like, uh, I, I don't know, must. And then like he was Did trying he to tell say, you what it was indicating for. No, no. So um, he also said that it was like I had like recently picked up like my prescription, and I had so I had like. A, <laughs> I had prescription pills in there, and he's like, oh, it must have been the prescription. I'm like, dude, the dog is not trained to smell plastic fucking coated pills. You know what I yeah. mean? I don't know. It was stupid fucking shit. But so like, you just got the warning? No. They, they they threw the fucking book at me. I just didn't have anything. I didn't get, like, a ticket. If that, Yeah, they let me off on the ticket. But the whole... But yeah, yeah, that yeah. That was entrapment no, yeah. because he was saying, I can write you a ticket for this and send me on my way. You know what I mean? Or a warning and fucking if, hassle if I, if you I, for forty five minutes. So the thing that he trapped me with is that like I said that like hey like you can say like hey give me a ticket and send me on my way I know I'm guilty of that like you know what I mean and then play guilty and you got to go back to Maryland and all that shit and he <laughs> knew that I wasn't gonna do that. But if you want to play innocent, he's gonna say oh I'm gonna try to find you he's guilty. Like, <laughs> like all right, he like then after I said warning he was like I think I smell pot. Let's uh, just like you know what I mean. And like, thank God, I had I had like a pen. You know what I mean? So the pen was just in my console. <laughs> like, he didn't know about it at all. Did not know. And Maryland's like a throw the fucking book at you shit. Yeah, like, yeah. It looked like an e pen. So it's like there was somebody that uh, there was someone that worked at Domino's, and she went cross country, and she was driving back home, and she got pulled over in like Iowa or something with like three grams on her, and just like. Yeah, they are just like a no fucks given, or like they will just fucking fuck you for it. Like it does not matter how much you have; it's just like, oh, yep, this is serious, dude. Thank God, this that's is like heroin. a thing of the past now. Thank God for that. You know, I think some states, some states may may be on the verge of changing, but I mean, some states might still be kind of some of the the hardline, more Bible beltish ones. God, I got to say, that's been one thing. It's been kind of nice too. You know, just not have that conversation. What? What conversation? Just like, you know, 
political conversations I don't want to get involved in with my family. It's pretty much it. Yeah. I my I I have the same thing. Anybody I generally talk politics with, I I always kind of like like I can't take either side seriously at all. And like obviously it, well the thing I think it with a if you like try to say whatever side there's, you're just like, yeah, no, I just think it's kind of bullshit. They just uh, like assume that you just are with the other side, and it's yeah. just like, no, like I don't, I don't like that side either. Like, how do I explain it? Just, it's all fucked up, dude. I just hate propaganda from either yeah. source. Yeah, exactly. And uh, every every outlet is out there trying to tell you how to feel, <laughs> and I fucking hate it. And I hate it when like they use like the these followers of both gangs whenever whenever they use their their like uh their dialogue that's like oh you just got that right from so-and-so's mouth oh rachel maddow's mouth is in the house right now yeah in her propaganda list or tucker carlson or whomever you know what i mean and i hear it and i'm just like do you guys like think anything yeah well sometimes it's it's just strange because it's almost and i think i've brought this up before it's just just like i'll be talking to them and it's almost like a light bulb goes off and they're like oh shit i haven't like said my tucker carlson line in 15 minutes like let me let me recycle this and it's like dude we we were just talking about something complete we were talking about steaks a price chopper like yeah the best is like like they're no not gonna do this (laughs) but i see like like some of the craziest posts from like it's definitely gotten so much better i guess since like the election cycle and all that shit's over and like there's no like eh, i don't know that it's better it's just you hear it less you know it's kind of amazing to me how like to me it feels like like trump just kind of disappeared like i see his name every now and then but like it I'm like where where like the news cycle like was just him for like five years. It's it's so nice. Though. It just like never stopped. And then I because it was like I would literally Google his name like once a day just to read the f- stupid fucking tweets he said because I just liked getting angry at it. And it was like, you know, now that's just gone. And I'm like, I'm kind of glad. I'm glad that that's not my number one my number one thing. Jesus of Russia. Oh, I'm not connected to the internet. That's not good. Oh, jeez, man. What is Jesus of Russia? Okay. Is so, this a man that he's from Russia and believes he's Jesus? Yes. I think I've I think I've heard about this. Dude, this this guy's a fucking legend. <laughs> Which uh what's this guy's name? Uh, I, I, I don't, I don't I, know that I wrote his name down. I think I I, I think I watched I I may have watched whatever you're about to pull up uh a while ago. This is Drew we Carey. Got, we got Drew Carey here. Jesus of Russia. Dude, yeah. Okay, so here here the fuck he is. And basically, he was a... So he looks like white Jesus, except <laughs> Russian. Yeah. You know. He was a, uh, a traffic officer in Russia. And then one day woke up and was like, I'm Jesus. <laughs> and just got 10,000 followers to sell all of their shit and join him on a commune. So I wonder how, like, does he perform... Yeah. Is he a miracle or not? Do I need to meet him? I will fight this Jesus. 
What the heck is going on outside, dude? That's yeah, just kids having fun. Dude, fucking ass, bro. Dude, my neighbor is like the Pied Piper. He, uh... I don't like the sound of that. What happened? Dude, all the, all the neighborhood kids just, like, gather at his house, and they all just, like, play with Bobby, and Bobby's just, like, this 65-year-old crackhead dude. So here they are, perp, perp walking Jesus, the Pied Piper idiots, and, uh... They got some circus tents behind them. Basically, it's like your classic cult thing. I can't play the audio, but just Google Russian Jesus... He founded the Church of the Last Testament in 91 after the awakening, in quotations. So basically, and like I looked, I looked into this, every, every major city, like, like the, I mean, I feel like anyway, less, less populated places all have this guy, like a different version of this guy who just like sells himself as Jesus. The, there's this there's other like one guy, in Brazil, there's yeah, one in Taiwan. I think, it's, I think it's the guy in Brazil, his name is like Raphael Look up like Jesus Raphael. Hmm. He's got a he his name is like Raphael or something Raphael or Raphael something and he goes he like says that he's the descendant of Jesus and he has like this goofy ass website. I think he might have also said that he was a time traveler. Have you ever... <laughs> Jesus. People who claim to be Josu. Dude, I mean, have you ever been so high you thought you were Jesus for like a split second? <laughs> About longer than a split second. <laughs> I'm saying that because, you know, I, I don't want to be sinning out here. Oh, here he is. Here's the same guy. His name is Sergei Torop. Sergei Torop. And basically, dude, honestly... Wow, look at this list. Holy shit. Think so far, about, I was like, wow, there's only like nine people? Think about this. How crazy would it be if <laughs> all these people were Jesus? <laughs> he just kept coming back and they kept killing him. no one's listening. <laughs> kept killing him. Dude, like when Jesus comes back, 100% when slash if, uh, he will be in an asylum. <laughs> you know well, what I mean? Well, he's just got to come out the bat like Superman with the miracles, you know? Yeah. He's just got to be flying around like, I got laser vision, I seen your movies, I am the Superman Jesus. Okay, the first guy, John Hugh Smythe Piggott, Piggott, Pidgeot, Pidgeotto? Oh, uh, uh, yes, John and, Hugh Smith Pidgeotto, <laughs> the original uh, Pokemon. He recruited 50 young followers. Yeah. <laughs> young female uh, followers. Young females, yes. To supplement <laughs> aging population. Dude, but like, imagine... These people are just really good salesmen. Like when you think about it, when you boil it down. Oh, there's a couple of there's a couple of cult leaders. David Koresh, uh, who's the David Koresh. There was another one up there. Uh, did you, Apple White. Did I ever tell you about the guy that we talked to who was uh, yeah, escaped yeah. the David Koresh cult there? Yeah. Fucking crazy. But anyway, dude, all. <laughs> Like what? What do you think they had to do to prove to these people? Like I, I kind of get that you can you can fool dumb people by looking like Jesus, I get that, but like the people who just don't look like Jesus, well not not don't look like, but how do you convince somebody that you're God? Just some, I don't know, man. Some bum, <laughs> some bum that was just writing traffic tickets one day was like, I could probably get get money for this. 
Yeah. And got a following of people. It's 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 pretty wild. I I I don't I don't I that's why I find it so fascinating because I don't like I think that's why I like watching, you know, like like murder crime shows where you're just like man, these fucking people. Like I've never had a day where I've just been you know, like man, I got to fucking throw them off the side of this canoe and fucking drown their ass. Yeah, dude, it is. I don't know what brings me, what, what brings you to that point? I don't know. I don't know, man, but it is always. Oh, look at this. Ann Lee, founder of the Shakers. That's right around the corner. She was the female incarnation of Christ on Earth. Christ Check on out Ann Lee. Christ on Earth. Christ on Earth. Is that what that's, uh, there's a street in Lathamville, <laughs> Ann Lee Court. That's where that street left. Where the fuck? I'm trying to. Oh, Colony, New York. Water bleed shaker. Dude, so right, right where um, we grew up, there was actually an incarnation of Christ. Yep, Manor Rensselaerwick, Albany County. And we, and, and she died in water bleed. Worshipped by static dancing or shaking. We went to shaker. Shake it. Shake it Shake up. Shake it and leave. <laughs> <laughs> she had four just, children, and they all died in infancy. That's sad. That's, a little, that's, that's just a little blip on the side. <laughs> she was actively Jesus from 58 to 84. Imagine if you were the person writing this Wikipedia presentation. They were just like, put in parentheses that they all died. Well, look at that. She went from all the way. She was born in the great Manchester, England, kingdom of Great Britain, and she died in Waterville. That's where, that's right where I live. Right. She was baptized private. No, I'm just, just going to read the Wikipedia. Yeah, you know, it's great. My, my brother Steve, he planted a tree, and he was like, yeah, when I was like going to plant the tree, like, all I found was bones. <laughs> We're like, someone's, someone's buried there in the back. <laughs> Yeah. We something's, got something's there. We got viewer mail from from Paul here. Ooh. He goes, Jim. Some kid hit my new truck with a baseball near your house. If you see a young child with a baseball, <laughs> I'm not gonna say that part. I'll get him. Get him for me, and I'll pay you. I'll pay you. <laughs> the part is X-rated. <laughs> no, you, you gotta mean, sign up for the Patreon. Yeah, for that you one. gotta you gotta hear. You gotta get on the Patreon. Uh, <laughs> no, there's no Patreon yet, but it is it is crazy that um. Well, tell Paul. Well, Paul, if you're listening, because I know you are, you know there's a there's a group of kids that hang out with uh with Bobby, the 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 Pied Piper of children. They're always outside playing. He's always screaming at them, telling them that they're you're too fucking slow. Wait, does does Bobby have kids? No, no, Bobby's just an old crackhead. And they just let all the kids play with him, and he's usually just hammered. I don't, I don't know where he works. He he leaves for like two hours, shows up. Kids come over. There's like fucking twelve of them. Dude, the one day there was just one kid in the backyard. They weren't even in Bobby's backyard. They were just in some. I I don't know. All these people like commingle. And like so, they're just in the backyard, and the kids just running a circle around Bobby, and Bobby's just going faster, you fucking slowpoke, faster, <laughs> dude. What the fuck? I have no idea. The whole time we were like, yeah, that's just Bobby with the neighborhood kids. 
My stepmother is like, it's a little strange, you know. I don't think I'd let my kids play with uh, that man. (laughs) (laughs) Did you ever read The Pig Man? No. The Pig Man. The Pig Man. I read this book in like seventh grade. Basically, these kids, like these like lost wayward children... Hang out with, uh... We got some statics. We got it. I think I fixed it. It was me. So there's this character, John, and this this other, like, teenage girl that, like, they're kind of like a, a, basically a couple, and they just hang out with this old, old weird man that collects pigs, and, like, he's just, like, he's drinking and smoking the whole time, and then basically, like, they throw a party at the pig man's house. And the pig man collected these pigs with, like, his wife or whatever, and he's widowed. Yeah. And, like, the kids at the party are just throwing these pigs around. They break all the pigs and then leave. Wait, are they, like, real pigs? No, they're, um... They're, like, figurines. They're, pigs. like, figurines. They're, I'd like, um, like, glass. Bro, like if someone came in and broke all my bird statues, I'd be fucking livid. <laughs> yeah, so... <laughs> So imagine though that I, it's these these two pe- these two kids that you're trying to like hold in Caulfield or whatever you're trying to per- you're trying to save these kids from a pat a downward yeah. spiral, and like you're alone you're a pig man or they whatever. break your pigs man they they break the pigs and then he dies, <laughs> he dies of a broken heart. If you were gonna read the pig man, you should have stopped listening thirty seconds ago. Wow. But basically, this this badass John. And, like, it starts out like they're smoking and drinking in, like, a, a graveyard or whatever. And then, basically, it just ends with them back at the graveyard. Only people who showed up for the pig man's funeral. And, like, the the chick is crying, and he's just like, I can't believe I fucked up. And then, like, I want to say that he dr- he gives up booze and... and, and, and just <laughs> and Jesus. No, no, it's good. I'm apparently unpopular right now. But no, I think that uh, that that's how the Bobby's movie is gonna end. All these kids are gonna grow up and they're gonna start like, uh, you know, doing what teens do, hanging out, drinking. They're gonna be like, "Come on, I know this old crackhead Bobby. Let's go over to his house." And they're gonna break all his pigs. Yo, Bobby does. Okay, so I honestly I don't like Bobby. Um, I think I just there was just this one time I was walking back home from McDonald's and like as I was walking in the door, he just popped his head out his door and was like. Don't walk so fast. And I was like, bro, fuck you. Um, you trying to get your ass beat, old yeah. man? So I don't, I, I don't like Bobby. And uh, he was also bitching about, well, I mean, I kind of understand this because we were taking up a lot of parking spaces this week. We did have a moving truck parked outside my house for like fucking five days. So he was like, hey, the fucking parking. <laughs> the parking. Even though the parking is fine on the street. Like fucking plenty of room. Everybody relax. No one drives in water police. <laughs> people can't afford cars yeah fucking hey cops michael jackson reincarnated is across the house he's setting up a fucking playland in his backyard for these 12 kids <laughs> look into him he's bitching at me about yeah. parking spaces fucking kind of piece of shit everywhere you go you have a bobby that's what i was talking about with with karen because they have a fucking bobby down at uh down at their place in north carolina they actually just they, he just they he moved but they had this kid he lived on the street, and did you ever watch Killing of a Sacred Deer? No. So, it, Killing of a Sacred Deer is this movie where it's like, uh, I think it's, uh, 
there's the fucking guy from In Bruges, Colin Farrell. It's Colin Farrell and uh, Nicole Kidman. And, like, they're, like, he's this doctor. I don't really want to get into the movie, but the movie's very good. But there's this kid in the movie, and he's extremely fucking creepy and weird. And I, there's, like, something just really mundane about him, and that's kind of weird. But he's, like, also just kind of troubled. And this kid, Bobby, that lived on their street reminded me of him. And I remember just, like, like the first time, my first interaction with Bobby, I was walking up the street, and I'm walking with my Uncle Ed, and we're walking the dogs. Bless you. And, uh, bless you. And so we're walking the dogs, and this kid, Bobby, is just driving behind us in this little motorized scooter. (laughs) And he's like, what are you guys doing? And, like, I kind of look at him. And I just kind of grill him for a second and don't say anything and just turn my head forward. And, like, my Uncle Ed's like, we're walking the dogs. And he's like, why? And, like, I kind of look at Ed and Ed looks at me and, like, we kind of just nod. And I'm like, all right. And I'm like, let's just keep going. And he just, like, keeps following us. And then he gets really close to the dogs. And I'm like, hey, do you mind? And he's just like, where are you going? And we're like, we're walking the dogs. And so, like, he, like, leaves or like he like does this big u-turn and drives back and gives us this like weird eye and i'm like karen what the fuck is up with that kid and she's like holy fucking hell jim she's like that kid is like the subject of every homeowner's meeting like because he's always driving around in a scooter he's like in people's yards like what kind of scooter is it it was he had like a little like motorized scooter thing like okay like uh it's like a razor right it's not like stephen hawking scooter no 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 he was just like a little like he was a little shithead that changes the story so much no i, I, that, I, was, I was picturing no. like a hover around no 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 he had like so i guess i think he had like, like a bike. About to knock this kid's wheelchair <laughs> oh, a little God, piece no. of shit no. no no he had like a i think he had like a bike at first or something and then they got him like this little like motorized thing because they thought it would be better for some reason the parents were like very like you know laissez-faire hands off did not really do that much And it was just this, like, unfortunate thing where this kid was just, like... Bullying adults in the neighborhood? Dude, he was super fucking creepy. And, like, if you would, like... What did they do at the meetings? It it was, like... Try to greater good this kid? I don't know. I don't know what they did. But it was kind of very much so, like, you know, like, give a mouse a cookie shit. Like, like he would, like, come, come to the house and be like, can I have a water bottle? And you'd be like, uh... You just had to say no, because if you said yes, he would just, like, keep showing up, or just, like, and he was, like, we'd be doing stuff, and he's, like, what are you doing? Where are the and you're bullies? Like, dude, can you get the fuck out of here, Bobby? Like, <laughs> where are all the bullies that kept these kids in check? I don't know. I don't know. There has to be one kid who's just, There's like, got to be one kid out there to kick his ass. <laughs> yeah. I never got the ass kick that I needed so bad, and that's why I turned out like this, so kids... Her parents, rather, if your kid's getting a little a hard time from somebody, you know, just tell them, like, yeah, you know, it happens. You know, it's it's like a classic, you know, bender line. Have you ever simply just thought of turning got... off the TV, sitting down with your children, and hitting them? <laughs> Dude, no. But <laughs> it is, like, one of those things, though, where uh, kids are just kind of soft now. And, like, a kid like that, like, imagine, like, what year was that? Imagine that kid now. That kid's get, getting in, he's getting cocoa, he's leaving with half the fridge. Yeah. You know, we were just, we were watching a lot of, like, uh, World War II videos the past, like, two days with my dad, and uh, it is fucking insane. We watched this thing called The Great Raid, and it was the... What's The Great Raid? 
the guy hosting it was the guy from Top Gear, the old British dude. Okay. I fucking love that dude. And uh, dude, any British guy talking sounds immensely better like it's so like foreign and it sounds so proper that it like activates a different part of your brain like if david attenborough was talking about shit oh. just like he's such a guess way my with, juice is flowing bro. such a way with words oh you my know? god i know oh, shiver me timbers <laughs> <laughs> no but okay so the top of your guy is talking about uh so this thing the great raid there was like i think it's like saint nazaire in france and they had like the nazis had like this giant like u-boat uh thing there like that's where they stored them all and so the brits came up with this plan where they're like all right we're gonna take one of our boats and they like slightly modified it and put a fake german flag on and they were like what we're gonna do is put a bomb on this boat and they took all these like they took like the best of the best they were all like commandos and so they take all these commandos and they put them on the boat and no one else like there's like all these letters from like all these because they're like trying to put together this like special task force and like there's like off letters from the officers in the navy and the army and they're like yeah like we are not going to donate our soldiers or our like ships or our planes like for this like this thing that was not going to work because the plan is they're just going to roll in they're going to set up they're, they're the commandos are going to roll in on this boat they're all going to jump off the Trojan boat horse fucking yeah trojan horse this this fucking boat in and then they're gonna jump on these fucking they were uh they were like Like lifeboats like like passenger boats essentially that they still use now for like touring things but they were all wooden they had no protection from like any fire and they were like not really good in open seas they they were but they were like kind of built to make the navy look bigger than they were and so they were gonna leave on 16 (laughs) of these boats and so what happens is the commandos, they they get, like, past the first three pillboxes of, like, Nazi machine guns, and then they're, like, radioing. They're like, what the fuck's going on with the ship? Because the ship couldn't really, like, it, it wasn't as, it wasn't equipped to, like, really even go in those waters, so it kept getting pushed off to the side. And, like, so the, the Germans started signaling them, and they're, like, signaling back because they have the German codes. And they're like, you know, it took them a while before they started realizing, like, it wasn't German. And then so they started firing at them. And they're like, you know, we got fucking bullets coming in from everywhere. And there was the video was it was like ripped off of VHS on YouTube. So it was like 25 years old on History Channel. So all the World War Two guys were still alive for it, like talking about it. And they're like, oh, yeah, fucking like it's just like shit coming in from every which way we're on this boat. We're like. Like, the fucking, uh, one of the captains gets shot, and then, like, the second, like, the guy driving the boat gets shot. This It's called the Great Raid. And then the second guy, like, who grabs the steering wheel immediately gets shot. And then this, like, the guy that built the bomb, go down, go down, it's this one. The guy that built the bomb, then, like, he mans the ship, they get the ship in, the ship fucking rears into the building, and all the commandos get captured, and the Nazis like leave them alive and they're like the nazis were like dude these guys are fucking insane there was one nazi that was like whoever that one guy was on that one passenger boat like you have to give that guy a medal of valor like we signaled to him like 15 times like surrender like stop firing and the guy just like went down on his fucking tiny little boat just like 
shooting at this fucking destroyer that he knew he could not kill and he was just like no fuck you and just like brought it all the way down to the end and the nazis were like dude these are the fucking craziest motherfuckers like the nazis were like amazed that like this group of fucking british guys would even try this because it was such a fucking batshit insane plan (laughs) and like and so the bomb never went off and so like all the brits are held captive there in this place and they're all just like dude any second this bomb could just go off and like eventually it did it was like 12 hours later the bomb just blew (laughs) that was the bomb yeah that was the bomb i forget how uh that was the bomb so i can hear it yeah leave it on it's very sensitive the bomb knocked the uh the microphone loose there yeah it's causing years of static years and years it's echoing I, I kind of forget so like so wait where were they when the bomb detonated they were still captured by the germans yeah they were still captured and then the bomb detonated for some reason they didn't all like just get killed and i that was kind of like the end of it and then they like got away some of them got away on those like shitty boats how many then, got captured uh a lot of them jeez and like the so the nazis just had them they're like hey you got balls we like balls yeah yeah i think that's why because they were like these guys are so fucking crazy like we're not and they they kind of showed like when they were like training these guys to like do this shit um they were having these guys like do wild like wild exercises that that is like dude i don't know there's something about like war stories that like it's just so interesting to listen to like dude the chest masters that people would have with like real real human bodies we were like watching these things about like the german zeppelins in world war one or like steve was telling us about it and it was like these german peter these german zeppelins would get so high up because they were just loaded with helium and like there was nothing that like once the zeppelins went up they were up and like they would just drop bombs wherever the like there was no accuracy with it they were just like scattering bombs over britain and like there was like the the, these british pilots were just taking these biplanes and just doing fucking circles just trying to get up to fucking altitude just so they could get to the fucking zeppelins to shoot them down and like once the german soldiers would see like the fucking planes getting up they would be like all right and they would just fucking release everything because they knew the fucking gonna go zeppelin down. was just gonna blow because it was a giant bomb in the sky yeah it's fucking i'm like dude these people this is a different breed of humans like we are the softest like holy shit man yeah watching like we watched this whole thing about like the pacific theater like these p38 lightnings going up against the 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 mitsubishi zeros uh-huh dude it was it was nuts mitsubishi just quietly making cars after bombs i do i think that's really funny how that works it's just like they all were like wartime production like made tanks and airplanes and like dude, destroyers and they're like all right now i make a honda civic fucking willies dude willies in the jeep yeah huge yeah like they they developed that 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 uh i think that vehicle for world war one and then just fucking like hey this is pretty this is a good way to get around town <laughs> let's mass produce these things this is true. Let's do it. <laughs> but uh yeah dude like same thing with the kamikazes and shit dude 
like I can't even imagine just being like, all right, fuck it, we're going down, and just like. So John said that my brother John said a lot of those uh, pilots, like a lot of the kamikaze pilots, ended up radioing in to the Americans and were like, "Hey, my orders are to fly into you. I don't want to do that. Like, can I land and be a prisoner?" Like they, really? because they said like he he he's saying like the only people that they let fly the planes were like the intelligent people, and they were like, "Yeah, no, I'm not." I'm not just going to fucking fly my... I'm not just going to die. Like, so they would land, they would fly and then give them surrender. Wow. That's like the story that the the American school system never wanted me to hear. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> they want, what, what I was taught for years is like, these crazy bastards! <laughs> yeah, right? Suicide bombing! Like, you know what I mean? Like, just like shit like that. Dude. And like, oh my god, we had to go to war. Like, that's like my, my entire family's thing. Like, and this is like the propaganda that my grandma and grandparents digested was that like, oh, we have to, we have to go to war. And we have to end it with the A-bomb. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. These fucks. Like, and basically what it was is we were testing the, the atom bomb on a population. That's exactly what it is. But, like, somehow my grandma thought it was just like, why should we send, like, my husband over there to die because these people wanted to, yeah. you know, crash their planes into our port? You know what I mean? I don't know. It's, it's just like you never hear about, like, the people like, hey, sorry, I don't want to kill you. But, like, these are my orders and landing and then being tortured there for information. <laughs> <laughs> I forget what someone was, someone was like, what happened to him? And I was like, they probably built the rip because my dad kept asking, like, who built all these fucking railroads? like going out and like through utah and shit and i was like yes yeah, they probably built the railroads yeah. like going out there dude yeah fucking you know what another crazy thing you know uh so you know if i say charles Lindbergh, what do you think that sounds like a delicious cheese you, you know, uh, <laughs> no, i'm just kidding i don't <laughs> charles Lindbergh is uh he sounds like he made bombs yeah the Lindbergh bomb he was like a he scientist broke, he broke the transatlantic flight record and uh, then he kidnapped his own child and set it up. It was like this whole thing with like the Limburg baby. Who did he ransom? He, I, I think he had his own kid killed, and he tried to set it up like it was a ransom. So that's kind of the thing that like most people know about him. But yeah, so he, uh, he was the guy that figured out how to double the flight range on the P-38 Lightning from 900 miles to 1,800 miles, which is which allowed How did us, he do that? He, he, uh, he was like a fucking famous pilot. Dude. And he was a civilian. He wasn't even in, like, in the war. He just went because he was interested in the plane. He had already set the transatlantic record, and he went as a civilian. He was already very high profile yeah. and went there, and he was tinkering around with the plane, and he found a way to extend the flight mileage. And so it was something where it totally changed the whole course of the war because... The Japanese, uh, well, the Japanese didn't. They they knew what the what the American range was, and then suddenly it was twice this range, and they were like, "Dude, where the fuck are all these planes coming from? Like, what the fuck?" (laughs) (laughs) It's just so evil. It's wild. I love uh, shit like that where somebody's just like, "Nah, fuck it, we're gonna do it like this," and then like that's like how I always. When anytime I'm at work, I'm like, "How can I make this easier or yeah. <laughs> take less time?" You know, and I I love finding those little fucking secrets. <laughs> I get my little Amazon gift cards. <laughs> <laughs> 
I I keep trying to. Uh, we have we have bingo at work, and if you get bingo, you get a uh, you can get a ten dollar gift certificate to the liquor store. But I I won bingo recently, so I uh, I can't win that gift card to the liquor store. But what I can do is make it so other people can't win bingo. So I find things on bingo, and then I go do them before other people do them, so they can't do them. It is so evil. <laughs> it's pretty evil. So does it keep stacking, or is it just nobody's winning? No, it just takes, it just takes, because like one of the things would be like cut chicken and it will be like three things on the bingo thing. And then I'll just cut chicken and you only have to cut chicken like once every week and a half. To feed animals or? Yeah, for the dogs, we give them chicken. That's cool. Yeah. So I'll cut chicken and then uh, I'll mark myself off three times, even though knowing I can't win. But they see that (laughs) and they're like, damn, homie does a lot. Yeah. It's just fun. And they know they know that I do that. I told them I was like it's called dream crushing. I was like I can't win. And I was like you put my name right on the thing that says I can't win. But I mean I can make it so other people can't win. <laughs> the, the girl did put she put be honest and be fair in big bold letters because of uh, me. <laughs> Were you not being honest and fair? I, was, I, was, I didn't. I didn't. I thought I was being quite upfront with what I was doing. <laughs> That's so funny. Dude. I enjoy it. We have fun. <laughs> I'm trying to. Uh, so, what's it called? I know this is gonna. This is gonna be super douchey. Super no. douchey. Douche yeah. coin. <laughs> no, not that. But uh, I was listening to. Um, I was. It was one of those days at work where I just had to do a bunch of mindless shit. So I was like, I was about to put on a podcast, and I was like, you know what? Put on a fucking audiobook. And I was just like, let's. What's the douchiest thing that I could listen to? And it was Plato, dude. Oh yeah, I listened to Plato. Yeah. Uh, what is it? It was Socrates' Apology. Yeah, was it was it um was it eye opening or was it just were you no. angry? I mean, it was it was pretty. It was one of those things you feel bad. But another thing is like this man uh, basically collected all the nobility in, in, in Greece and was just like, by Zeus, you all like suck. Like after he was, he was convicted. Like he was. <laughs> He was convicted of like oh, trying true. to pied piper the youth of of nobility uh, to like free thought and like questioning the politics of everything, you know. So he like was was teaching all their kids to be like, hey, like what the fuck are you doing? Like you know what I mean? Yeah. And, and like basically all the nobility or like some people that mattered, I guess, like were like, hey, let's charge him with corrupting the youth and like blasphemy and like all this shit basically. And then they had a whole trial, and he narrowly lost. And then they um, basically they were like, "All right, like, what what do you want to do about this?" And he's just like, "Yeah, I'm not I'm not gonna apologize. Like, you guys fucking suck." <laughs> he's just like, "You are gonna regret killing me for all of history." <laughs> you know what I mean? And like, yeah. And then um, basically he died somehow a 75 year old pre pre Christ uh, <laughs> martyr. You know what I mean? Like he was like Christ before Christ, like. Just like he, he basically said to them, like, you are dying for my sins now. <laughs> and then, or I'm dying for your sins, rather. And uh, he was probably so high on those fucking mountain crystals. Dude, he, he was like. He was sucking in them fumes. I mean, even if it's just Plato writing, writing fiction, it was, it, was, it was an interesting listen. But, like, basically, he just, he, he like, uh, he apologized for, like, the, the situations that caused this. And then basically told them, like, exactly why they were killing him. 
And he's just like, I have no problem with this. He's like, I'm at the end of my rope here. I have like two good years left. You guys look like dicks in the text. <laughs> by, by Zeus, you're all dicks. <laughs> by Zeus. That's another thing. It's so awesome. Like, every every couple lines, like when somebody gets really heated, they go, by Zeus. <laughs> That's so great. Dude. So like that got me like really like. I'm, I wish I could work that into my everyday speech without sounding douchey. No, you can. By just Zeus. sound douche. Just sound douche. Just like honestly, like I'm, I'm now consuming all this shit because it's just like it's not gonna make me stupider, right? Like I could listen to, I could listen to Joe Rogan. You could and, listen to way worse, man. I could listen to, I could listen to Joe Rogan telling like everybody, like ah, you know, Alex Jones is not a bad guy. <laughs> not that I don't like Rogan. I like Rogan. He had Chappelle on. It was fucking good. But like I'm listening to this shit and I'm just like, you know, I kind of want to make. Like a remake of like Plato shit, but like frat bro, frat, frat bros, frat bros, just like all like brown, like dude, like bro, like he's a good man. He's just trying to get you to wake the fuck up, like you know what I mean. Like just do like frat bro, uh, Socrates, and just like, like I, I think it could be really funny. And then like also have like the Baizu stuff, like so, so basically, so like think of like. You know that that shitty Romeo and Juliet remake where they all have guns. Yeah, like yeah. like that, but like um, very like Roman. It's like, yeah, it's like Plato's Republic, <laughs> Plato's Classic, Plato's Plato's, Plato's Republic. <laughs> yeah, dude, don't We're, take that. We haven't copyrighted that yet. Yeah, well, it's out there now, and uh, we'll we have the timestamp, and this will hold up in in a court if you. Oh, oh, we got that. No, I don't know, bro. Don't Plato's Republic coming out. Uh, early summer. Uh, yeah, twenty twenty-two, <laughs> starring Donald Blake. Yeah. So another thing. So like on top of that, like if if I if somebody would donate just hundreds of thousands of dollars so that I could get a bunch of bros and and Togas just being like, yo, bro, <laughs> millions and billions. Follicles falling off the front of my head. <laughs> but I, I had another idea, dude. It's for uh, a tetherball movie. Ooh. I want to make a tetherball movie, and it would just be so fun. Because I played tetherball with John Babby, and we took the dogs to the park, and there was just, like, mad tetherball things. I was like, yo, St. Greg is serious about tetherball. Dude, I... Let me turn down the reverb. I sound like I'm in a sewer. I uh, I really want to get back into. I want to do start doing some start start filming some shit. Just like setting up cameras and weird angles, you know. Angles and angles. Popping the vibe. Yeah. Is that a thing? Did people say that? Hundred percent. Hundred percent. Popping the vibe. Get the strap. That's a that's a get your camera thing. I I think. Get your strap. Get the strap. Get the strap. That's also a bedroom thing. Oh, oh no! That's a, get the strap on. I'm talking. Get the strap is actually a gun thing. <laughs> it's like, like anytime somebody missteps socially, you'll be like, get the strap. You just reminded me. Uh, my brother called because uh, we've been drinking lots of Coors Light this past week. Yeah. And so, uh, I guess one of the days, my uh, there was someone from uh, his work that was over at his house, and my brother called it a silver bullet, and the guy's like, a silver bullet, it's like. The thing that they put up your ass in the army, and they were like, "No, like a coarse light." And I was like, "Also, like, why what? do you jump to that and not like the thing that kills a werewolf? Like, how do you go right to like bullet in the ass?" Wait, who is this? This is this kid that uh, 
works at works with Brian. <laughs> and, uh, so Yo, we man, asked John. On, the military is put putting boat up your ass. We we asked John, and John's like, "Yeah, in my uh, in my nine years of service, I've never uh, I've never heard that before. Actually, probably I think it's longer. I think it's twelve years. It's like in my twelve years of service, I've I've never heard of a silver bullet going up someone's ass. Yeah, that's a. Uh... I was like, that sounds like an old wives' tale. Maybe that's like, like when I was in the scouts, they would be like, "Oh, you got to go catch snipes, and snipes are made up. They just want to send you on a goose chase." Yeah, but that's like, also the in a silver movie, bo- right? Yeah, the the up. up. Yeah. So okay, there Sad was a movie. <laughs> no, it's a good movie. Oh, so, oh you got to watch. Movie, you got to watch it till the end. <laughs> Coco gets me, but uh, the. Yeah. Maybe that's like the snipe hunt for this guy and his troop was getting the silver bullet up your butt. Like it's just like some frat bro initiation shit. Yeah, it it sounds like some Civil War stuff. I think like Sarah Googled it. She was like, it's it says that they do it for like it like they use it as a thermometer. And I was like, I think they use a thermometer as a thermometer. I don't think they just stick a piece of silver up your ass. (laughs) Yeah, weigh this piece of silver (laughs) ass. Dude, that, that that kid, man. Yeah. How many times do you think like people are gonna be talking about cores or werewolves, and he's just like, the ass, man, bro, it goes in the ass. It's very appropriate for you know butt stuff. Silver bullet band. The silver bullet. I uh, I had a beer in the silver bullet lounge in Colorado. <clears throat> it was in the airport. Wasn't that also uh, uh Bob Seger? The Bob Seger band. Bob Seger and Silver Bullet or whatever. That's why uh, there's a lot of. Uh, Suspicion around the fact that um, Bob, Bob Seger may be a werewolf. You know, <laughs> night moves. Well, um, where did that book end up? I don't know. That was a great book, though. <laughs> Dude, that was like one of those books where I would read it and just be like, this guy's funny. <laughs> <laughs> the Silver Bullet Band. And uh, even look at him. He looks, let's pull him up. He looks like a werewolf. Just like a Bob Seger werewolf. <laughs> no, it's not a warehouse. Shame on the moon. Werewolves of Water comes up. Look at that song. Night moves. That one's called Like a Rock. Not really anything with werewolves, but it's a good song. It's in a lot of car commercials. Chevy. Like a rock. We don't want to get pulled for playing this shit. <laughs> I could hear this on Pixel 106. <laughs> Working on a dive. No, but uh, he is a, a werewolf. He's a werewolf. And the book that I was referencing is by John Glazer. I, the name escapes me now. He looks really sad. Isn't it called like uh, something about like my father was in ZZ Top? Ooh, maybe. I think that's the name of it. This is a book review. My Dead Dad. That's what it was. My yes. Dead Dad was in ZZ Top. Great book. If you if you got like two hours to just... Uh, it's, a, it's a great bathroom reader. Yeah. That's really what it is. It's a perfect bathroom reader. And also check out Delocated. <laughs> because it's super funny. IMO. Yeah, Delocated is one of the best shows. But well, that was Adult Swim, right? That's probably one of the yeah. one of my favorite shows they had. <laughs> Dude, it's so good. <laughs> it's, 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 so, 
How upset do you think DJ is going to be on a scale of 1 to 10 about the the mother thing? About the Mother's Day text? The Mother's Day fiasco? Yeah. I mean, I guess really we'll we'll know uh we'll find out more next week. Will he bring it up? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. It will be brought up. I I you know what? I'm willing to bet it's brought up within the first 5 minutes, which is a bet I can comfortably make because I could just make that happen. Do it again. I'll do it again. Oh my god! Happy Sunday. Happy Sunday. Thinking about you. Be like, do you need your lawn mode? (laughs) I'm gonna be in the neighborhood later. I was gonna come by. I was gonna. I was gonna grill some hot dogs. Is that pool open? (laughs) (laughs) Is the pool open? (laughs) We call them French benefits. <laughs> and then you just hop hop the fence. Peter, is your pool open? Yeah, Peter. Did you know that um famous uh what is her name? Amos? Uh famous Amos, the cookie maker. No, she's on the news. Her name I got I she she comes into work, uh she's a client there, and I saw her name and I was like Lydia Kobita. Yeah, I think that's it. I think it's Lydia Kobita. Uh I always used to be like Litia. No, 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 no. Uh, look up, look, look, look it up, cause I, cause I saw it and I was like, isn't this the lady from? Isn't this Trisha Takanawa from? Oh, uh, uh, Kumi Tucker. Kumi Tucker. That's who it is. It's so yeah. bad that I got that. <laughs> Dude, cause I was looking at Kumi Tucker and I was like, isn't this the lady from? Uh, from Family Guy. She lives across the street from all from OPP. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> There's not. <laughs> the David Bowie one's funny. Huh. This will also get us pulled. Trisha on, on drugs. Trisha on meth. Yeah. Yeah, Kumi Tucker. Yeah, it's funny. Kumi on Tucker's meth. there, and uh, I saw uh, Bob Kovacic at, uh, at New World. Bob Kovacic is like six foot five. I saw um, Jim Cambrick <laughs> oh. at uh, Indian Ladder Farms. Pull up Jim Cambrick. Maybe, maybe Jim Cambrick is the guy that I saw. This is the guy that I saw. This guy is fucking huge. He moved to the city. He did? Yeah. His wife accepted some job down there or something. Oh, what a slut. <laughs> time to say goodbye to go i announced my retirement at the point of departure man so we don't get pulled but that's so you can get Damn, an idea bro. the challenges and rewards of putting a nightly news you think that's a real is that a photo or is that live he's an illuminati puppet that background it's a photo <laughs> he's an illuminati puppet you think so? Local Illuminati. Local, <laughs> local Illuminati do you, do you, puppet. Do you think they have local branches of Illuminati? Yeah. Like, like a Toledo branch? It's like it's like the, the Skull and Bone Society of, of Albany. Yeah, yeah, they must. We, like, got a, we, got a, we got a church of Satan here. We, you know, they got to have a something to... I get that Masonic idea temple. entirely from uh, the Simpsons. Just like anytime they have like the Republican meeting, <laughs> like oh yes, <laughs> how can we do that? Like you know what I mean? And it's always just like it's like uh, it'll be the guy in the bee suit, Mr. Burns, uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger's knockoff character, and, and shit like that. So we've both been to uh, the Colorado airport. 
Yes. Do you think that's I don't know. an it Illuminati is, hideout? It is suspicious that uh, so many billions were spent on this tent. <laughs> Dude, and speaking of, you know, fucking horses scaring me, what about that fucking horseman of the apocalypse they got as you're fucking driving into that place? Oh, yeah. They got that fucking giant terrifying bronco with red eyes. Hold on, let's look that up. It's scary. Denver Airport horse statue kills artist did it that's what it said look at that fucking thing guys google that denver airport horse dude statue. this thing is bright red eye super evil ready to fuck <laughs> do you think they put a cock on that thing <laughs> um would it be terrifying without one <laughs> None. what'd they give him they gave him a little vajay they gave him a little humble David cock. <laughs> I wonder if he's got little bulls. He does. He's got. Oh, look at that. What the fuck is that? He's he's all balls. Is that getting? Is that getting? Something's getting fucked in the ass in that one. Dude, why would they put this there though? This is terrifying. Oh, it's a Denver Bronco. That's what it is. Yeah, it's a Denver Bronco. But it is a Bronco of the apocalypse. It does, man. It looks cold. That wiener is small. They call it Lucifer. Nice. Okay. Wow. Wow. Okay, so listen to this, guys. Yo. It was made by Luis Jimenez, standing 32 feet tall and weighing 9,000 pounds, including its steel armature. Blue Mustang is located at the median of Penna Boulevard. Jimenez was killed in 2006 at the age of 65 while creating the sculpture when its head fell on him and severed an artery in his leg. That is intense, bro. That's why they gave it the red eyes. He died doing what he loved. Get the strap. Get the strap. <laughs> get this man onto the fucking... Get the strap. We need to get this fucking thing off his leg. We gotta get this man to the ambulance. That's 9,000 pounds. 32 feet tall. If you're 32 feet tall and weigh 9,000 pounds, how much does your head weigh? Probably 1,000 pounds, right? At, at least. Get the strap. I don't know. They, they should have put more get the of the strap. weight. Get the crane. We need to get this thing off of this man. If they had just put more weight in the cock... It would have been been steadier Dude it would be so much funnier If the cock fell off (laughs) Like imagine imagine Like that's why it's cockless It had had like a a, a half ton cock That just fell on this man And killed him Oh man That'd be be an awkward funeral Well that's that's unfortunate Story of Lucifer The real story behind Denver's demonic horse So yeah, I mean, I definitely think that there's some 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 bad juju going on there. Something evil is definitely happening. Something so evil, 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 evil. <laughs> I was trying to lead the evil into. <laughs> See you next week, peasants. Looking for